Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's journey for free on iOS and Android. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Special moment in history. Huh. Oh, the definition of entanglement. This when you're tangling the sheets. Girl, I know that we don't come in a relationship. But you're still fucking with me. Yeah, entanglement. This when you're tangling the sheets. Let it happen, everybody. Just let it happen. Will Smith had to sit through it for 12 minutes. You could sit through it for another 10, 15 seconds. <laughs> is that Rick Ross? Or is, Rick Ross. Yeah, that's Rick Ross chiming in on it. Okay. This is it. This is August Alsina's new hit song, Entanglements. He went out. You know, Jada said entanglements. Jada Pinkett Smith said entanglements about their relationship, and he immediately went out and wrote a song called Entanglements. And that's it. That is him and uh, Rick Ross joining in there. Uh, And, hey, that's what happened. I don't know. I, I always feel like it should take longer for a song to happen, you know. But then again, you always hear stories of, like, Paul McCartney wrote Let It Be in 45 minutes. Yeah. And so. Blue suede shoes in right. 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah right. Thing. And because, you, you know, they're just so iconic that you think, oh, you put a, should have put a little more time into it. But I don't know. How long ago did she say entanglements? A week ago? Yeah. And there's a song about it already. Quick. But now these days, you know, you don't need much 
you you just put a you know a beat behind it and and you're off and running. Yeah. So I think they could probably do that. They don't need to call up a guitar player and a no. drummer and have everyone come over to the garage and social distance. Wear your and face let's, mask. Yeah, and we'll try and you know cut a track. So we're gonna you get the bass players on Zoom. Right. Don't worry if he's <laughs> no, it's none behind of that. The beat. You get entanglement real quick. You just throw some stuff up there and. And that's it. That's that's how we're starting this week off with entanglements from uh, August. Um, and Alcina and Rick Ross, and that, and and here we are in the midst of our own kind of entanglement as we sit back here uh, on the on the patio in my backyard doing another Thursday podcast. Uh, welcome to it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Cover to Cover. Great to have you all back. Things are going well. Podcast is doing well. The numbers are constantly increasing. So now I feel like we almost have to get our shit together. Yeah. You know, it's like we've been kind of fucking we've around on this podcast for almost two years, just throwing shit at the wall to see what, you know, is, is kind of fun and what sticks and what doesn't and going through magazines that normal people wouldn't even go through and, and talking about some some things that people don't necessarily talk about. And we're we playing porn, right? We play a little porn on here. Audio <laughs> porn, audio porn, complete, yeah, total one hundred percent, nothing but smut. And and you know, we we developed our little crowd. We got a little following, and and we kind of enjoyed our little following. But now it's expanding, and you know, we can't leave behind our our our, our, tr- our original people. What got us to the dance? Yeah, so we got to give them. Um, some of the things we've been giving them, but you know, we now we have to sprinkle in some other stuff too to make us legitimate. Yeah, uh, I've seen it happen to many things. Many things as they as they get successful, they lose their roots. Mm-hmm. But we won't. Not we're, us. We're, no, we're gonna we're gonna keep up with. Um, you know, we're still gonna give. If you need to know about what what's the best canned tuna, this is the, the podcast for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you need to know. Uh, about about audio porn done by an Englishman who 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 mispronounces the word pasta. This is the podcast for you. Uh, if you want to know about weird science things, I feel like my, most of my science stuff has gone away because my science magazine is de- is is dealing exclusively with coronavirus yeah. right now. So they you know they're this is this is like their tax season well, over they're, there. They're doing what we're doing. They gotta they gotta triple down on what made them. I, exactly. I mean, they there was a time where they there was one guy in there writing about you know the science of cats, <laughs> cats yeah. but he's out of business yeah. now. They're like, listen, Jim, I love your cat stuff, but we got a pandemic going yeah. on in the country right now in the world. Mm. I Honestly, so we we're gonna need you to write about something more than why cats eat certain kibble, okay? Yeah. And he's like, I don't know if I have it. Just do something. He's like, okay? you know, you can catch Corona from cats. <laughs> so like, Jam, get the fuck out. Yeah, so, so you know, everyone's having their problems. We're all having our problems. And then you know, we found some other magazines. We we found some things like some catalogs. I'm excited about catalog season to begin because you know we found a Vermont Country Store, which just deli- keeps delivering. But what I've noticed about Vermont Country Store catalog is, and and for those of you who get it, you'll you can you can attest to this as well. They don't change much, no. and they haven't. Doesn't look like they've changed much since 1947. It might literally be the same clothes. <laughs> yeah, so they are they are kind of selling the same shit that they sold. So it's not like you get 
their new one and like, oh, this is the fall line. Yeah. This is the summer line. This is the spring line. It's the same line. <laughs> it's it's a, a denim jumper with with an embroidered you know rose pattern on the front, and that's summer, winter, fall. Yeah. That's going to get you through four seasons. Topaz, mew mews, and that's <laughs> yeah, what you so get. so so you know, and then the same, but and and, and then you go over to like Good Housekeeping magazine, and we'll get to these in a little bit. Uh, they're just completely avoiding. The good thing about good housekeeping is you can open that, and mm. they're avoiding any type of issues. Yeah. Coronavirus isn't a thing over there. Mm. Neither is any type of Black Lives Matter movement or any type of presidential campaigns. They're just forging ahead with, yeah. hey, what's the best uh, tuna fish? And they're like, oh, shoot, we'll tell you. Here's five <laughs> Here's of them. Here's five of them. <laughs> Were you guys, how do you guys feel about potato chips? How do we feel? How about you give you our 10 best? And uh, and that's what they're doing over there. And they, they'll give you, I was looking through it this morning trying to come up with ideas, and they they had, a, you know, the best iced teas. All best right. Different. I didn't know, though, I thought you put the bag in. Yeah. You let it st- steep, I believe is the term. Yeah, steep. Steep. <laughs> Yeah, thank you, Alex. And then you take that steep tea and you pour it over ice, right? Mm-hmm. My mother, years ago, I don't know if you guys remember, somehow, some way, there had a thing started called sun tea. My mom was a yes. sun tea. So yeah. we were, we became a sun tea family, yeah. Alex. And so much so that my mother got a, um, she got a, 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 she, I think she ordered it. This is before online, but she ordered it through some catalog or something. It was a jar that said sun tea on it, had like little sun, little sun, you know, pictures, and it said sun tea. And what sun tea was? To have the handle on it, it to the handle, plastic handle, had a little plastic handle on the top. It was, it was a pretty large jug. You yeah. get two, three gallons of sun tea out of this jug. Yeah. And I guess what sun tea was was you would put. Tea bags in the in the you know in the and jar, water yeah and then you put hot water in and then you go put it out in the sun right you just let and it, it just do heats all the work. up the, the water <laughs> but that really it doesn't taste any different than Mm-mm. than hot water tea right yeah. that if you boiled the water and just did it so mm. but I mean my mother was losing her shit over sun tea mm. they were having sun tea parties in the neighborhood people were making their sun teas and and bringing it to the neighbor's house did you Carol Nolan had a specific sun tea Barbara Lytell down the street had a bit of a sun tea the Carantos were doing something with you know a flavored sun teas and everybody was Everyone's doing it oh, we were walking Infusing. up and down the block drinking their sun teas enjoying sun tea and you guys were sun tea as well yeah when You're Vegas, you probably had a real yeah. nice sun tea. It's kind of the laziest way to make tea, right? <laughs> no, but I think you do have to wait some. You have like to a wait couple it hours. Out. Yeah. And yeah. uh, well, I did it. I I recently because I'm, oh, I'm a recently I'm a oh yeah I'm a green tea drinker and uh, I what I do is I I ice green tea and that's what okay. I drink throughout the day. Um, but I just. I don't even boil the water. I just turn on the hot water from the sink, and that's mm. enough to get me It'll get it going. Get, yeah, and then I put it in the refrigerator or whatever. So <laughs> this is a fascinating conversation. So then I took, I put it out. I said, you know, let me try this sun tea thing, and let me bring this back. Whatever, you know, it was a hit in the seventy-seven. You made a sun green tea. I so I I just put it out here in the backyard in a glass jar, and you know what? A couple hours later, shit was ready to pop. Yeah. We were ready to go. So uh, I don't know what good housekeeping is doing. I don't know if they're they're doing like the mm. powdered. Uh, Teas, which I always found a little bit yeah. sweet and gross, mm-hmm. um, like a nest tea. Yeah, instant. But you could easily do a sun tea um, right now. Don't forget about it. Bring it back. It's still out there. You know, that was around the same time. I don't know if I talked about this in the podcast. Uh, one of the neighbors uh, in in Ron Conkle, but now I don't know about you, Alex, but 
you you're a little you know much younger than me so there was you were born in an era of rules and regulations yeah. and, and you know guidelines and and health codes mm-hmm. uh where i when i grew up there were none of that there were no rules regulations or health codes or anything like that so in the neighborhood i grew up in you were able to have animals in your backyard and nobody questioned it um and i'm talking a lot so yeah. that animals like um because I grew up in an area that was a lot of straight off the boat Italians and straight off the boat Irish and straight off the boat. And they came from places where, you know, there were no rules. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted a pig or chicken or sheep, sheep in your, or horses in your backyard. And these are little half acre plots, not conducive to a farm. Yeah. But they were like, fuck it. Let's pack them in. Mm-hmm. And the Brooklarys had cows and chickens and pigs. And, and then uh, the Johnsons, uh, I, uh, who I talked about a couple times in this podcast, the first people on the block who had sod and that was just you're talking big money yeah when they threw down they threw down some sod on on their front lawn and we were talking about it for years years beyond that we're like i mean there was sod we're talking sod people Mm. we're not we're talking a type of wealth that we're not why do you even live in this neighborhood yeah we're never gonna wrap our heads around something like that they're like they're not throwing seed down they they had a guy come and roll this shit out and now it's as it's just as green as can possibly be they didn't keep it up you know two years later it was look as shitty as everybody else's lawn but they had the money to at one time or another put down sod and an in the ground pool in the backyard that we don't know what what the, overnight they became very wealthy, and then it, it went to shit. Their husband was, you know, jerking off on somebody from down the block, and it went to, you know, you could say grass. Literally, grass was greener. Yeah, but then it wasn't, you know. Yeah. So it went. To, <laughs> but the Johnsons had a ducks in their backyard. They were having ducks, and I guess the ducks laid eggs. And my mother, we would have eggs every morning of some sort, whether they be hard boiled or over easy however you have eggs and my mother went and got these duck eggs from the johnsons and we uh and we my mother tried to just do duck eggs yeah then without even you know you know telling us hey children these are gonna be duck eggs yeah it's gonna be she different. just said let me just try and do duck eggs instead of chicken eggs now i don't know if you people have ever had like fried duck eggs or fry or or scrambled duck eggs. Never have. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> the the yolk is completely a different consistency. It's larger. It's thicker. So you say you look at a chicken egg, right? And it's about I don't know. Looks like the size of an egg, as you all know. Yeah. A duck egg is about three times that size. So you're looking at a. First of all, so my mother put it down on the table and never said anything. You know, just like eat your eggs. We're like, well, these seem like giant eggs, mom. What's this egg? She's like, don't. They're just eggs. Eat the eggs. And then finally we tried, and we're like, this is gross. What is this? They're duck eggs. Eat, drink your sun tea and eat your duck eggs, you, <laughs> you ungrateful fucks. So we ha- the duck egg thing, thank God, did not last long. Um, and the Johnsons went on to uh, make their fortune in... Um, uh, they, these were the people who opened that garage every week to uh, uh, can- dented cans and uh. crushed boxes. Somehow they would get... Dibs. I think they went around to supermarkets and asked supermarkets, yeah. hey, you guys got how many dented cans or crushed cereal boxes? And they would get them and they'd haul them to their garage and every Saturday they'd open their garage and they would sell them to the neighbors. And we were, you know, the Frangiolos were a dented can family. Yeah. We grew up on crushed boxes of, of uh, sugar smacks and uh, and dented, you know, whole uh, kernel corn. <laughs> But, you know, we're doing okay. Thanks to the Johnsons. Yeah, thanks to the... Once again, the Johnsons were on the... That's how they get sod. Yeah. You think... You, you're forward thinking. My father would never think to go and get dented cans from the King Cullen, you mm-hmm. know, down the street. But the uh, but 
the Johnsons did, and you that's how innovate. you get sod. Yeah. So, yeah. and in these times that we're currently in, that you need to pivot and find other ways to make money, which you're seeing now. You're seeing a lot of, and and I'm not saying these people are doing duck eggs or dented cans, but I just read Rob Lowe now has a podcast. Uh oh, Rob Lowe. Has a podcast and Rob Lowe. I read his book. Interesting guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to be interesting on a podcast. Um, and and then I read Busy Phillips. Busy Phillips, uh, of course, she just announced her podcast. And they do like these big podcast announcements, mm-hmm. like coming soon. Like they're having a baby. Yeah, and 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 Busy Phillips wrote coming in August. My podcast, like coming in August. Take pick up the microphone and yeah. start fucking talking. Do like now. what what what's the what's the what what preparation needs to go into a Busy Phillips podcast? I watch this girl's show that she had on E and I wanted to I wanted to fucking gouge my eyes out. I well, mean that's I'd rather the preparation. I'd rather eat a duck egg her than editor. watch any her do anything. This busy Phil and I know, oh, she's amazing on Instagram. Sure, I'm sure she is. But go listen to her podcast three or four times, and then you'll come back to cover to cover. Trust me, you will. And you'll be like, because they're not going to be talking about duck eggs or or, t- or canned tuna. You think Rob Lowe's going to give you the five best canned tunas? I highly fucking doubt it, unless he unless he tunes into this podcast and steals my idea. What if Rob Lowe just like <laughs> n- knocks off Caller Daddy? <laughs> oh, that would be fat. Now that That's I would listen, listen to. to yeah. If Rob Lowe just gets real dirty yeah. and just starts talking about ass fucking and stuff like those girls do. So uh, that's what we're trying, you know, as as we try and, and, and get through these podcasts each week, you guys know where we're at. We try to not do too much political stuff. We try to not do too much coronavirus stuff. We try to find other ways to to be fun and, and, and for a half, you know, an hour and 10 minutes or whatever we do it for. Uh, but it's, it's tough. And, and this is one of those weeks that's, that's a little tougher. We've been scrambling for, we found the entanglement song. Thank God it is, uh, happy birthday, happy 28th birthday, uh, Selena Gomez. We did see that, uh, lupus, um, survivor. I think she is. Like, <laughs> would you call it? Cause she's just, she's living with it, living with lupus. And, with, and that should a lot, be, that's a, that's a TV yeah, show. She's living, living with, with lupus, 28 year old, uh, uh, Selena Gomez, 28. I can't believe she's 28. I feel like these girls go from, you know, all those Disney stars, her included. I think she was a Disney star of some sort. They all immediately, they go from like 16 to 28 overnight. Like yeah. 28's a, that's a woman. She's a real old fashioned gal now, 28, you know? So, um, happy birthday to her. We have played a lot of her music on this show. We like Selena Gomez. I've met her. Many times during Chelsea lately, she we had she was actually a good sport and came on our show a lot. I saw her, you know, one one day, you know, I don't know if I want to say what they were doing, but it looked like they were getting cozy, uh, canoodling is a word, canoodling, yeah, with Orlando Bloom backstage Ooh. at a concert one time. Just you, saying, uh, these are the things I've seen. I've lived a life. If you uh, you, would you be interested in like a new Selena Gomez song? Let's hear. This is what she's doing these days. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear what Selena Gomez is up to. A twenty-eight-year-old. Happy birthday, Selena Gomez. This is actually Trevor Daniel featuring Selena Gomez. This came out last week. Oh, oh, so it's real fresh. Real fresh. Who's Trevor Daniels? This guy. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, we we played that. I think we played this guy. Oh, there she is. Perfect, perfect timing. I start with I don't know how to end. Don't worry, don't worry. Mind me, I ruined it before it began. Oh, I don't hate it. No. Last night was the last night, and my past life got me here like you got. 
Okay, this is All pretty right. good. That's yeah. Now, how do they do these? I guess, you know, with, with um, social distancing and all that, I, I guess they're just working out of two different studios yeah. and, and they're putting it all together. They're it not just, in the same room. They're you sending their be. stuff to a Brit Savage who's editing Brit it Savage, who does our, uh, our, um, theme song. our theme song, and she sent me a bunch of, uh, of sound bites that we might be using throughout this podcast. As we grow and grow, you know, we're, we're coming up with different things. So Brit sent us some fun stuff. I might get to it in a little bit. You know, just like little jingles that we could play as, as we introduce different topics that we discuss. So that might be fun to one day uh, uh, use. Yeah, so that is happy birthday, Selena Gomez. These are the things we'll 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 discuss on this episode. Um, I did send. What I do is I see a lot of stories that I want to discuss, and I send them to myself. And this is one that I thought was interesting. This is out of a, a magazine that I cannot believe we have not used yet. And I might I might do some research and see how how good it is uh, for for topics. But this is from Oprah Magazine. Oprah, Ooh. you know, we we all made fun of Oprah's magazine when she first came out with it years ago, and but it is alive and kicking, and I believe it's still in printed format. It's not just online; it is a printed. For, I do see it still printed on, on the shelves of of the store, and it's always Oprah on the cover. It used to be different people on the cover, but I believe it's always Oprah, and she's always out in. The, her backyard with a, you know, p- she's just picked a head of lettuce or something, and she's mm. showing it to you on the cover, and she's got an out, you know, nice summer outfit on, and and then throughout the magazine, it's just uh, stories, stories about how her and Gail deal with you know, her what shit. they're doing. Yeah, it's Oprah's podcast. It, it's basically like an, which I, I mean, I guess it's just a matter of time before that happens, yeah. right? If it, if it hasn't happened it yet, it might already be. Yeah. We're probably behind. so. Here's what I found in Oprah magazine. I thought was interesting, especially for the listeners of this podcast. Where do you meet single men in real life without online dating apps? If you're tired of the app life, everybody try these tips. According to uh, this, her name is Sarah Stillman Berger, and she wrote this uh, about where you could meet men without going to the to the Hinge or the. She wrote this for the, Oprah. She wrote it for Oprah magazine. Oh, for yeah, o yeah. magazine. I don't think Oprah's are writing all the articles. No, you know, I think she no. hires people to yeah. write some of the stuff. So, and she got she hired this gal to write this. Now, uh, would, are you guys, in, Alex, are you interested yeah. in hearing where you would meet a decent man? Um, I now, mean, I've been. It's it's getting increasingly more difficult. So yeah. Okay, it is. Yeah, because yeah. you there's a lot. You're wearing masks. You can't yeah. see their whole there. But I think she wrote you this before. You know what a fuckboy is? Are you familiar with that? <laughs> I'm tired of meeting fuckboys. I hear a lot of people say that. Yeah. And no, I don't really know what a fuckboy is. Like, fuckboy is just a guy who fucks. It's like a, a play, used to be called a playboy. Yeah, yeah. Back in the old days, you used yeah. to call a playboy. That, is that the same thing? It Pretty is, much. Right? I think yeah, so. It's just like yeah. a guy who fucks you Player, and doesn't yeah. call him back. Player, yeah, yeah. Playboy. A ghoster. Yeah, ghoster. Yeah, now it's called fuckboy. Yeah. Um. Okay. Take yourself on a date. That's what she says. Take yourself on a date. Get out there. Go have, um, get a Sauvignon Blanc, she says, but that handsome guy has caught your eyes. Probably not going to risk getting rejected in front of five of your BFFs. So So go out by yourself and sit there. Don't. Let me just tell you, girls, don't. As a guy who goes out to bars and, you know, clubs and stuff like that when you could, back when this thing was, you know, when that was a thing, don't. I, I often see, I, I, even my friends who go on the road alone sometimes, like let's just say like Jen Kirkman and Kelowna and stuff, they tell me, they're like, I tried to sit at the bar for five minutes. Yeah. I, I mean, the hounding that happens. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't even, know. I wouldn't even take an airplane alone at this no, point. No, I don't know who this person is. This Sarah Stillman Burger is a complete psychopath. Yeah. If that's her first one, yeah. go out alone and sit at a bar and see yeah. what happens. Let me tell you what happens. Monsters will approach you yeah. nonstop. You won't be able to have a moment's peace. Can I buy um, you three more of whatever you're drinking? Or <laughs> yeah, you're like, no. Yeah, yeah, don't you dare. Fuck boys will be coming from yes. every corner of the bar to get up on you and get in your pants. Volunteering, she says. Volunteering is good. Working... Uh, at the sign, oh, uh, oh, working at the sign-in is better. Okay. okay. So uh, yeah, all right. So she says volunteer, and it, it, you know, throughout in volunteering. Yeah. No, well, not a bad tip, but no. I don't know if you're gonna meet like. I think you're gonna meet a bit of a pussy. Is yeah. that is that? I'm sorry to say that, but like a, a volunteer guy. I don't know if you. That's no. gonna seem nice for a couple of months, and then when it when it, when he's like, "Honey, wake up Sunday morning. Wake up. We're gonna go down and feed the you know the ch- the, the the hungry children." Like, oh Jesus oh, Christ! Yeah, I had fucking four fucking champagnes last night. I gotta feed these hungry children. <laughs> I mean, can't the children just go, we'll feed them next week. They'll be Somebody fun. else will. Yeah, that, somebody, that there's got to be some other loser down there who read the same article yeah. looking for a man. That or, uh, yeah, let the lonely people feed the children. Yeah. I feel like that or you get the most devious of the fuck boy at volunteering. Oh, yeah, you think? Just oh, like that's a, a real... good way to look at it. Yeah, that's, this one, of course, you know, you've been hearing about since the dawn of time. Say hello in the grocery store. Uh, nope. Say hello in line in the grocery store. Um. Yeah and no. This is another place where I believe this woman is encouraging behavior that people don't want. No. You know, like the woman, you go to the grocery store, you you ladies all know. You go, you want to get your shit, you want to get out. I always hear, I met him in the grocery store. They, no, we, we played that song. Met my old lover in the grocery store. Yeah, how the, old was that song? Yeah, freaking exactly. from, from the 60s or 70s at least. Um Participate in your church or temple. That's a big one, although that you're going to get a certain type of person. You know, you're going to get a church person who I don't know if they're going to give you all the moves you're looking for. Sometimes on a Sunday, I think you'd rather feed kids. Yeah, but that I think that's the same person. You get the volunteer guy, you get the church person. You're getting I don't know if they're going to be eating buttholes and things like that. You're going to get you're going to. And, and maybe that's something you're not into. So a church guy would be great. But you're going to get a straight shooter. You're going to get a guy who's, you know, he's going to give you a missionary once in a while. And, and, and then you got to go feed the, the hungry children on a Sunday. That's a, that's a late 30s love. You know what it, I mean? That's what I think a lot of this is. You know, it's an Oprah magazine. I don't know if any 22-year-old TikTokers are reading there's no, Oprah there's magazine. No, no one's listening to Call Her Daddy while they're thumbing <laughs> no, through no, Oh man, This doesn't seem like a Call Her Daddy crowd. No. no the Call Her Daddies know how to. They Those know. girls don't. They know where to find no, them. No, they're yeah. not. Yeah, they're not fucking at the grocery store. Store. They're they're finding it other yeah. ways. Flying is first class. Oh, flying went on a plane. Don't. These are all places Mm-mm. that they've just mentioned that I don't want to be. And I'm, I'm just talking, about, you know, for myself. Maybe you gals are different, but they. they did, I don't want to be talked to in any no. of these places, especially a plane. Don't you're you on the window dare. seat. You're cornered. Yes. Mm-mm. Learn something new, like learn a. Um, pay attention to group calendars. There are things they called, uh, you know, ways to meet people like. Uh, Meetups and stuff. Walk a dog. This sounds cliche. She says, "Sorry, but not sorry." Oh, this girl's annoying. Yeah. Do- uh, dogs <laughs> are a great conversation starter. Yeah, I got a couple of friends who bought dogs strictly for that reason to yeah. meet girls. It didn't happen. Now they got to walk a dog every fucking morning. So, yeah. um, I don't have any dogs, but I do love dogs. And that, well, and once, I do love them. Once you meet a girl, 
at the dog park. Now you have to walk her dog every morning. Too. Yes, you just, right, you're right, You're doubling right. your dog. I'm gonna say I'm gonna, and then you, like I see girl. You know, I walk every morning here in in my neighborhood, and I see people with the dogs. But then they also have like a hot bag of shit in their hand, like a hot, like. Yeah. And in some cases, there's some dogs are big, and that's a fucking giant a bag, bag of. You know, you know, doggy bag of shit. And now you're going to start chatting. Hey, Susan. Hey. And then you're standing there with your steaming bag of shit for 25 minutes. No, I don't, no. I don't like it. She doesn't mention that, this girl. But these are the, I'm giving you the reality of the situation. Yeah. This girl could sit here and talk, say all you want about talking in a grocery store. Nobody wants it. You, nobody wants to talk with shit in there. And I, we saved the easy and best for last. Oh, God. This is corny as shit. We saved the best for last. Just smile. Oh. Just smile. Just, I that's thought a, that was the most Katie sexist Perry's piece thing. of advice. I know. This is an Oprah magazine. Just that That's what guys, construction yeah. workers yell at you when you yeah. go down smile. the street. So this is what she said. She says, uh, when that happens, you put your best self forward if he smiles at you. So the next time you spot someone who catches your eye, try this crazy idea. <laughs> Make eye contact and smile. What happens next may be even more satisfying than swiping right. Okay, now maybe we, not. There's a couple of comments. Okay, okay. This is from Sabrina. She says, "I've been divorced for four years and have depended entirely upon online dating. It has become very discouraging and tiresome. I would love to meet someone that catches my eye from across the room or standing in line somewhere." Yeah, well, yeah, you just well. read the fucking article, so go out and do it, Sam Sabrina. Honeybee says, "This article is just what I needed. I'm going to take this advice." Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> this woman says her name is KK. She's one one letter off what? from you She's, know not don't that's not yeah. gonna get you any dates. I am so tired of getting. She just into- met a man over at Win Dixie. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't wearing masks. If she has one more letter. She could read a lot of. She could meet a lot of fellas online. Um, she oh maybe it's Kim Kardashian. Oh KK Kim Kardashian. Maybe Chloe Kardashian or Courtney Kardashian. Could be. It could be one of the Kardashians. There, I think. Kim might be Kim's single. Kim's man she's, she's having her, some problems right now. So anytime she's now. She's like, don't meet him at a This night might club. be Kourtney Kardashian. She's had yeah. an, And she says, I'm so tired. This is a real comment. This is some woman sat down and wrote. She's like, okay. I read this article and I'm going to write this. I'm so tired of getting to relationships and not working out. That's yeah. it. That's the comment. <laughs> okay. Thank okay. you, uh, Khloe Kardashian. You, um, and just like a guy comments underneath, like, "Hey, I'm, oh, I I'm feel John. bad for this gal. Her name is Yams, and that, that <laughs> I think that says all we need to know yeah. about it." She goes, "I'll be forty in April, and I've never been on a date." <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm sorry, Yams. Um, I now no one yeah. has advice for Yams. I don't even know what. Oh no, this is, can't be. Oh, this is so sad. Yeah, if anyone knows Yams. Um, Please go talk to her. Yeah, Just listen to what she says. I'll be 40 in April. I've never been on a date. I don't even know where to meet someone. Please help me. I'm so lonely. You want my suggestion? Where to meet a man? <laughs> in the, in Not the, for yams, no, just in no. general. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Alex. Coffee shop, 6.30 in the morning. You're oh. going to find someone who's probably on their way to work. Okay. They need a little pick-me-up. They're a go-getter. They don't have time to bore you. With the con- okay, that's yeah. early. Yeah. But okay, that I means, like that one. Okay, fine. Even 7.30. He's yeah. working by 8. Right. You Consistent, probably has a job. If you're at, if you're at Starbucks early... You have a job. This is a good uh, bit of advice for Yams. Yeah. 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 So Yams, who's never been on a date in her life, no. she's 40, she's so lonely, she said. 
And she capitalized so. So. S-O. She put so seven long. O's. Oh, and some, a green button that said, I pray for you, Yams. I pray for you that you could find somebody. Green buttons. Um, oh, and <laughs> then, oh, there's, a lot, there's several people who are, who are chiming in on Yams' comment. Okay. Uh, Yams is very lonely. But now Yams won't be lonely anymore because th- she's got six people. Sarah, Dolce, Green Button, uh, Glow. Oh, <laughs> some guy wrote, I am a man. <laughs> His name is Cyan uh, Beer, and he wrote that I am a man, and he wrote that to Yams. So I think we might have come up with a love yeah. thing. Yams, get off your fucking ass and, and go meet Cyan Beer, and then you can go on your first date. What are you bitching about? I pray you get somebody. Okay, and now see, people are giving Yams yeah. advice, and this is not fr- And this isn't the writer. This no, is this, is not prof- this is not Oprah. This is not Gail. And it's not that woman who wrote that article. It's not Miss Burke. This is, this is, I don't want to say her name because it's like a real name. So No, it's... Yeah, maybe it's not her real name. It's Anguilita Batman. That can't, <laughs> that can't really be her name, no, right? No, I don't think that's really her name. This might um, be her real yeah. name. Uh, you must first learn to be well with yourself. Here's how to do so, according to this woman. Learn what uh, uh, wounds and ways of thinking are written in your unconscious programming. Once you become aware of what's hidden in your unconscious, you can take steps to reprogram your unconscious using, oh, she's fucking out of her mind. She's, there's a lot of, okay, anyway, you get the idea, people, right? Um. We, oh, wow! The uh, the fucking comments are amazing. How did I not come up with this it's, earlier? It's kind of funny that if you go on like YouTube or Facebook, it's just people being mean to each other. But you go on the comments of her O magazine, Oprah, it's like, and girl, it helping you yams got out. It. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I, yeah. I cannot believe poor. I mean, but here's the thing: if Yams is forty and she's never been on a date in her life, she's real. I mean, what do you think Yams yeah. look looks like? Yams probably looks like. Yeah, <laughs> she's oh boy. Oh, I mean, but then again, I that's I'm sorry to say that, but that's judging. She's probably yeah. maybe she's gorgeous. She might be. You know, a lot of times you maybe hear she's like, intimidated. Yeah, every man you hear like supermodels met. always say that. I I I never I couldn't meet a guy in school. Like really, yeah. Could El McPherson, you couldn't meet a guy couldn't. in school. Emrot. You know, did I? We did we do this on? I found this this one. Eight fashion trends that Gen Z loves, but baby boomers will never understand. I don't think we did. Did this. we do this one? No. Um, tie dye has become a big fashion trend among the Gen Z crowd. Yep. Well, listen here, Gen Z motherfuckers. We've been doing it forever. Boomers not understand. Me. I'm it. not. I'm not going to wear fucking tie dye. What am I, Jerry Garcia? But I mean, there are people <laughs> doing it. Um. So so yeah, that's not something. Uh, athleisure. You know, like uh, yoga pants. Yoga pants. That, I feel like it's another thing that we we we, we understand that we're yeah. not we're not fucking. Yeah, they call them leggings. Yeah, Get out we of here. got it. Uh, okay, what else? Some of the, some other ones. Gen Z appreciates. Oh, unisex item. Well, now what the fuck is Gen Z anyway? I don't even know what the hell. I I keep reading about it. Like everything is Gen Z. I think we're that's going, after millennials. We're going yeah. more more Gen Z. More Gen Z. Uh, and then I came up cr- across one more article to try and, you know, get us through this podcast. The worst fashion trends of every decade. I thought this was interesting. In the 1900s, you know what a terrible fashion trend was in the 1900s? What? Corsets. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> Internal organ damage happened from them. Broken yeah. ribs and hours to get dressed. Yeah, so that sounds like a bad one. Yeah. Corsets. So then they haven't really come back. Mm. Gen Z's not into corsets, are they? Breaking their ribs? I mean, that was like a, I think millennials were into the waist trainer thing. And uh, it yeah. didn't, 
I mean, those people, they do, they look deformed now, right? The waist trained. I, I what is, what was the waist trainer? It was, was like corsets for my generation. It was like, oh, really? Where people were literally trying to like squish their ribs closed. Now, I don't know why Yams doesn't go put on a corset and get out to the supermarket and go meet a fella. Come yeah. on, Yams. What the fuck's your problem? Uh, oh, 1910s, there was a thing called a hobble skirt that uh, people did not like. Uh, <laughs> in the, oh, in the 1920s. Oh, maybe I'm, oh, I do. I remember the look. Okay. Um, cl- I, and I'm pronouncing this incorrectly, I'm sure. Cloche hat? C-L-O-C-H-E, cloche hats. Unless yeah. you're going for the look of an overgrown infant, this hat trend is better left for new. Yeah, it's like a, you've seen the hat. Okay. You know what it is. It I um, okay, here's a, here's one. Oh, in the 1920s, bathing suit dresses. I feel like we're really going backwards on bathing suits right now yeah. for, for women. Oh, listen, I get, but these bathing suits I see on there, I was on, I was at a beach this weekend. Oh my God. Everyone's wearing this bathing suit that pulls oh, up. A clo- it's like a, a marvelous Miss Maisel. Exactly. Hat. It's yeah. right. Like around that area, like marvelous Miss Maisel. Yeah. Um, that's not a, I mean, you know, there's a comedy club here in, uh, Burbank called Flappers and they make these poor girls, the waitresses dressed like flappers. Minimum wage yeah. earning waitresses. Yeah, and they're wearing like that shit. I'm like, oh, just cut this whole flapper stupid idea out. And then they bring them a whole like bowl of fry. They bring yeah. like the, it's, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so here's ba- bathing suit dresses in the twenties. Um, they don't like that. And I, I feel like we're going back backwards yeah. on bathing suits. I'm seeing a lot of people wearing that one that pulls up really high in the front. And I get it with like pre- if you're pregnant and whatever, and I get that because you know sometimes we all got shit that we gotta fucking cover up, uh, me included. Lots of it, as a matter of fact. But um, I mean, come on, what are we doing? I see young girls wearing that shit. Yeah, Just Generation Z. You gotta embrace it while you got exactly. it. Exactly. You Just got plenty of time to wear that. 1940s zoot suit. Zoot suit was a bad look. I agree. That yep. was not a good look. Now we're getting into areas we know. 1950s, white gloves. A lot of people wearing white gloves. They don't like that look. Yeah, that would be. Well, now we're all wearing gloves. Yeah. So it's back again. The white gloves now is back again. Rubber you don't want gloves. Wanna, you don't want to die. Um, the poodle skirts in the 50s. Now we're getting into an area. Okay. Patterned tights in the 60s. Oh my God, look at this picture. I don't remember that look. Pattern tights, those like girls oh, at like Woodstock a, or something wearing pattern that's tights. That's And they all look like they have like diseases or some sort of varicose issues or something. Um, yeah, multicolored, multi-pattern tights uh, were not a good look. And now here's my uh, 60s futuristic fashions. I don't really remember metallic pants and shit. That's not something I remember. Uh, baby doll dresses were another thing in the 60s. There's Twiggy. She was a very famous model in the, in the 60s, and she's wearing a baby doll dress. Uh, patchwork um, clothes in the 70s, okay, and also sweater vests in the 70s uh, were bad. And now we're getting into the 80s. Okay, here we go. Oh, jumpsuits for men. Whoa. Safety pins, this punk rock. Now, the 80s, here we are, an area that we all know and remember. They say that the worst fashion choice to come out of the 80s, oh, no, they have a few, but... I mean, the 80s, everything about 80s fashion choices was fucking yeah. terrible. Yeah. It was just god-awful. You look back on it, and it's just god-awful. But they say the worst thing, the worst offender of fashions in the 80s was leg warmers. And I think that might have been the best yeah. thing to come out of the 80s. I totally disagree with this. I mean, leg warmers were a thing that I thought would look pretty good. Unless you, some girls were wearing them completely wrong. They are wearing them like over pants. No. And you needed to wear them like Jane Fonda wore them on those 
videos that yeah. she worked out in. She was in like a, you know, in like a, a, a one piece, like leotard type thing with those stretchy nylons that really held in. I think the Hooters waitresses still wear them. Yep. They're, they're real comp, you know, they pull in a lot of shit. Keeps it tight. Yeah, keeps that shit tight. And then they throw a leg warmer over that. That's the way to do it. You didn't throw it over pants. A lot of gals made that made that mistake. Um, and uh, every color in the world at once. That was a big one. Um, like you throw everything. Uh, like Benetton did that. Yeah. That Benetton. I can see Threw it. like reds and yellows and blues and purples and greens. And it was, uh, yeah, that was a bad looked 80s like, look. Looked like it was a Google a, homepage. <laughs> Now and then it says Madonna it says everything we did to to emulate Madonna was a terrible eighties look, and it's true. But back then it was hot as fuck. Oh, I remember going. We were going to a a um a uh, field trip, a school mm. field trip, and Madonna had first hit, and somebody had was playing the song in the back of the bus. They were on a you know boombox. This is you know they were breaking all the rules by playing yeah. a boombox on the bus. You weren't allowed. But we, you know, just hit. It, it was a drop. It was the theater kids. Yeah. It was. It was it, so it wasn't a fun field trip. It was a bunch of theater kids going to watch. I don't know, some fucking terrible production of the Nutcracker or something. And mm. uh, and so me and my it was me and my theater peeps, and somebody played Like a Virgin. Oh yeah. And I had I had known a little bit of Madonna from like Borderline and. But they played, yeah, have you heard this one yet? They're like, have you heard Like a Virgin? And I was like, this is dirty as shit. Like, mm-hmm. this is a dirty song about, you know, Like a Virgin. That's It's just about dirtiness. And then she comes out. We all remember it. Here comes Madonna, Video Music Awards, Like a Virgin, in the in the, the, the wedding dress. Ugh. Are you kidding? Back of the bus. Here we are. It's me. My friend Carl, who's still my buddy to this day here in Los Angeles, he's back there. We consider we consider ourselves the cool kids of the, of the theater group. But then Carl went and got a piano scarf, and I was like, "What a loser!" He used to wear bowling shoes that he stole from the bowling alley. He thought that was the fucking greatest thing, and a piano scarf. And I'm like, "This is fucking embarrassing." But then again, I was wearing red sneakers and not child molester red sneakers. I happened to see somebody wearing them once and I thought it was fun. So I wore red sneakers and it's nothing child molesty about it. I heard that that's a symbol says that I'm into pedophilia. I wasn't. I was just wearing red sneakers. Those Chrissy Teigen sneakers. No, I was not. They were not made of baby skin, which is what you fucking weirdos believe. That's a, let's hear a little more. And then remember she came rolling around, rolling around in the wedding dress on on the MTV Video Music Awards. And so dirty. And so so we all emulated it. Everybody went out and got the Madonna. You know, you you crunch your hair up. You put those all those bangles and bracelets all over. And it was hot. Every girl did it. I mean, it looks ridiculous now. Mm. True, but. Um, was this like before she had a British accent too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that was way later. Yeah. Way later. This is when she's a girl from Detroit. Yeah. You know, hitting the streets of New York City, hairy armpits. Oh, fuck yes. I'd get up in that still. I know people shit on Madonna, but oh my God. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm a fan. Still a fan. Yeah. She looks a little weird now. Plastic surgery, but so what? Hey, man. Aren't we all? Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not plastic surgery, but I'm not, I, I say all the time, I'm not ruling it out. I have some, I'm having some neck issues and I might go get it tightened up. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. 
At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at sax.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. They, so they have a couple of sweaters tied around your neck. Yeah, I mean, that was a very 80s look. Acid wash jeans were terrible, 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 terrible. Uh, in the 90s, everyone had like butter. Oh, I like that top. Oh, I remember I was going to Vegas. That, that butterfly top. Remember, it was a... It was a butterfly, and you would tie it in the back. I'll show you. Here's, yeah, here, here's Mariah Carey wearing one. Mariah Carey's wearing one. Uh, it was a butterfly, oh, and it yeah, covered, yeah, your, yeah. You know, you covered your tits and then tied around the back. I have to disagree with that one, too. Love that look. Bring it back. In the 90s, tinted sunglasses. I'm a guy who still wears them. White jeans um, and a wedge? Yeah, blossom hats. The bi- You know, I feel like a Yams wears a blossom hat. I yeah. feel like she's that's always bitching to a, like one friend. Like, I haven't had a date in 40 years. Well, take off the fucking take sunflower the on the front of your head. I don't think that's helping, Yams. Uh, t-shirts over long sleeve shirts. Sorry, love that look. Wore the shit out of it. Here's a Jennifer Aniston wearing it as Rachel Green. Uh... You tried uh, it lately? Lo- oh, I have not. I have mm. not. No, but I loved it there for a while. Um, for a while, they were selling like T-shirts that had the, like the yeah, sleeves. Yeah, yeah, no, they were together. Yeah, yeah. together. They did it. They did it for you. Uh, I got a fucking fly flying around me. Sorry, everybody's freaking me out. Uh, very. Oh, here's one that they're saying in the 2000s. This was the best, worst part of the 2000s. And shame, and and sadly enough, the person they're showing is Britney Spears, Uh-oh. and she still wears them. It's very, very, very low-rise jeans. Where I mean, to where you remember it. Yeah. And I, once again, I thought that look was as hot as shit. Loved it. I was at the time. I was. I was in Vegas. You know, we were going every couple of weeks. Fucking partying. Highlights were were at their best. Popping. Absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. The woman at Fantastic Sam's would pull my hair through a cap rub some shit on it, pull that cap off, and I would look like Val Kilmer in The Saint. That's what I told her. I brought her a picture of Val Kilmer in the movie The Saint, and I said, I want to look like this. And I got to tell you, she nailed it. I probably wore those highlights a little bit um, beyond when I should have. Yeah. You know, Pope, most people had given up on the look, mm-hmm. and I was still rocking it. Uh, I like to think you were keeping it going, actually. I, uh, yeah. Oh, here's one that people say, you got to, and I, I agree with this one, give up on it. Uggs with a mini skirt. Uggs. Yeah. 
I was never Uggs just flattened everyone out, you know. You mm-hmm. you would just the girls would come in and they'd be, you know, with the big shoes and be like, look at this yeah. shit. And then in the morning they leave with the fucking Uggs and they're all flat and dirty yeah. and dirty. Remember when they got dirty, yeah. real for they dirty. They got very Uggs? dirty. Yeah. Oh, uh, it was not a good look. I don't like that one at all. Oh God, it's so funny looking at these people that they're showing the pictures. It's like Paris Hilton oh, with yeah. the big you know, little glasses. I mean big uh, dogs. Oh, dogs as accessories. Little little dogs. Mm-hmm. So they got Paris Hilton and Jessica Simpson. Trucker hats. Oh, that was a big Von one. Dutch. Von Dutch. There's yeah. Paris Hilton with big sunglasses on and a Von Dutch hat. Oh, the fun, okay. If, if, for those of you that don't live in Hollywood, we still have a Von Dutch store. And that they, was on Melrose, yeah, right? Yeah, and they yeah. just moved to a bigger location. Did they really? Yes. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That's, I mean, um, pre-corona, they're probably failing miserably yeah, now with yeah. like the rest I, of us. But, but I, I think there's like still a, some countries that... You know, if you're like a Germans and stuff, they're yeah. a little late on fashion sometimes. They're and, rocking and, Ed Hardy. Yeah, and they they still they show up in the this is for, for good fashion. You're like, yeah. oh, well, yeah, it well, was. Yeah. I was in a I was I mean in, somewhere. And when I was in Croatia, uh, you know, Croatia just like has these t-shirt shops, and the t-shirts they just make no sense. Like there was a lot of t-shirt shops that they, they put you know writing on them that. I feel like would make no sense to Croatian people. Yeah. Like, like, what do you know about like Johnny Depp? Like Johnny Depp would be on or something. I guess everyone knows Johnny Depp. But then they had like one, a lot of baseball ones. Yeah. Like, like a, an old timey baseball player, and it just said, "Those were the days." <laughs> <laughs> Who needs that shirt? What Croatian guy goes, "Those were the days, my friend." Give me that shirt of old timey baseball American for uh, "Those were the days." <laughs> you know what I mean? Those were the days. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's like that very stoic European guy who's like, "What do you think about what do you think about the eighties or seven? Just like a whole time period." And he's like, "Those were the days." Those were the days. Yeah. So uh, the, the Croatia had a lot of like those weird fashions that they weren't quite uh, up to date yet. Yeah. So there you go. I thought that was a fun thing to kind of do. The worst fashions. Did they not of get into two thousands? They they did. Well, uh, that was two thousands. Oh, was uh, was yeah. was uh, yeah? They got into twenty tens, but they were trying to be cute. You yeah. Know? It was like a little. Too bags that were too small yeah like handbags and stuff that were too small so i feel like we've we've given you all oh i did want to talk about some uh, a new got, tv show that I, we got to talk about the dollar general too oh yeah that's right thank yeah. you alex uh we did t- so i don't know i don't know where you guys stand on on the mask thing it's become such a hot button issue mm-hmm. that you know you, we see a fight every day on on twitter about you know whether you want to call them karens or i see men too fighting yeah. about it I'm not going to wear it. I'm going to wear it. Taking away my rights. I have rights. I'm an American. I'm not going to wear it. And, uh, you know, and, and we've said our piece on it here a million times. I just wear it because I don't want a, a problem yeah. and I just want to get in the store and get out. And so I, I, I abide by the rules. I just don't want to be assaulted. Right. Exactly. So I'm just going to do it. Kruger. And I do it. And then I take it off when I get in my car. And for most of my time around, I, do, I don't wear it. You know, when I'm in my house and shit, I don't. Mm-hmm. So. I I feel like it's it's a small price to pay for the f- half hour I'm at Target to yeah. wear it, and I do. But a lot of people don't. So then this a uh, couple of days ago, Win Dixie, uh, supermarket chain, I believe. I, I now I could be wrong. On, I, the South, I think it's a Southern chain. Mm-hmm. There I've been. Win Dixie's pretty decent supermarket. They're fine. Been around forever since the, I think the 40s. Win Dixie said, "Don't worry about masks. Come on in, everybody. No, we do. We're do and this is when now I think Walmart, Sam's Club, Costco have Target. have done a f- Target have done a full on in every state. Yeah, have done a full on masks only uh, a policy. 
Winn-Dixie said, fuck it, no mask, Not here. come on in. And then last night I read two more stores have jumped on the no mask uh, bandwagon, and that is Dollar General mm-hmm. and, uh, and Dollar Tree. Dollar yep. General and Dollar Tree have said, come on in, don't worry about your masks. And here's the thing. Whether coronavirus is going to kill people or not, and whatever world you stand on, whether it's fake or they're trying to get down to government and just get out to get me and whatever. I don't, that's not my point. But whether it's going to kill if it's going to kill people, let's lose a few people who are at the Dollar General and the Dollar Tree. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I do we've know all what you're been. saying. We've all been. Yeah. <laughs> we've all been at Dollar General Dollar Tree. If you're going to start losing some people, let we don't want it to be the people in the Apple Store, you know, who seem like they 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 got their you know they got their shit together. They're teaching classes. They're teaching classes. They're working hard to pro- be progressive. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could knock off a couple people from Dollar General and Dollar Store. Not th- I'm not talking about the employees. I'm talking about the the customers who yeah. go in there, and um and probably some employees too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so let's get. I think employees are why they're not doing it because they're like they couldn't find anyone to come to work. I told you, to po- yeah, like yeah. Hell, I ain't coming. Oh, if it's I gotta, gotta wear be terrible that. for these poor people. I told you about. It. I was in the ninety nine. Oh Jesus, this fucking fly is like all over me. Uh, I was in a ninety nine cent store, and and you know the guy came in. This was a couple months ago. And he said, do you have masks? And the, and the cashier goes, Halloween? Oh, I thought that was the greatest <laughs> thing ever. But that's, it's just, so it's, it's just bedlam over there at these, yeah. at these 99 cent stores and Dollar Generals. And they're fun to go into. I have a fucking ball in them. You know, you go in there and you're just like, oh, shit, I don't need this. Mm. And I don't want this. And it's some cheap shit that I probably, is probably going to kill me with Chinese chemicals or whatever. But I'm going to get it. Do I need a VHS copy of The Rock? No. <laughs> no. But I want one. But they got it. And then you get, you know, of course you get candy and soda and horrible fucking, you know, stuff. Yeah. And then they have stuff that, you know, as we all know, is is not going to make it. In the, has not made it in the open market. Mm-hmm. Some flavors of cereals that they are tossing out. They've yeah. tossed out to the general public. And, it, and, and the general public said no. So they still got warehouses full of it. Truck it over to Dollar General. These people aren't wearing masks. They'll eat Twinkies. They'll eat Twinkie cereal. You want you got little Twinkie cereal? And this is fucking real. I'm not kidding. They have Twinkie cereal. It's little Twinkies that roll out of the box, and you pour milk over it, and you yeah. have to fuck yourself a bowl of Twinkies. <laughs> a bowl of Twinkies for breakfast. And 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 if you're eating a bowl of Twinkies every day, you're either you're either to you're you're a a person who doesn't care about masks. Or your B, your name is Yams, and you haven't had a date in forty fucking years, <laughs> and you're writing into Oprah magazine saying, "Hey, I'm lonely. Yeah, I ate, I just finished a bowl of Twinkie cereal that I got at Dollar General. Can I get a date? I'm sorry, Yams. It's gonna be tough. I just had a Cadbury egg filled with ranch. <laughs> get out of here, Yams. Get out of here. Minute. Wait a minute. If they don't have that, Alex, you might have invented I, a fucking something that is gonna sweep the nation I'm gonna right su- now. I'm gonna sweep the Dollar yeah. Generals oh, of the nation. God. I told you, the greatest one I've ever seen was was a Choco fries, Choco. chocolate French fries. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. They had them at the 99 cent store. The fucking guy who invented them was probably like, "This is it, everybody. Kid, what do kids like? Chocolate and French fries." Might as well Did just it. write, just get, let me buy my mansion now. He's like, call up Shark Tank. I'm on my way. <laughs> they were like, I don't think this is going to work. Chocolate French fries or not. And it didn't. It didn't. It, it never took off. And uh, so you, that's, that's dollar. So those are the two, those are the two latest we want to talk about. Dollar General and, and, and maybe some, some stores will follow suit. I don't know. I, I, I don't. It's going to be a, it's a weird thing we're, we're in right now. Cause you know, there are cases spiking and, and I read, of course, we read all these things on Facebook that these are fake cases. 
and uh, whatever. I, I see none of this stuff matters because we, you know, we yeah. mentioned it, Alice and I, because it, I, you could scream at me on Facebook that I'm a sheep because I wear a mask, but it doesn't open the restaurant. Yeah. You know, like it doesn't make, uh, this is, the, these are the rules and that's the way it's going to be. It doesn't put 30 million people back to no, work. No, like I, I know maybe you think it's fake and maybe it is. I don't, feel, maybe I'm going to be I'm wrong. I'm going to be honest, I do too. Yeah. But I still wear the mask. <laughs> uh, right. There you go. See, Alex, is he's one of the, yeah, we're all, it's a weird situation we're in. I know there are times where I'm like, really, is it all, do we need to do all this? But we do it, and maybe someday we won't have to do it, and we can all go back to wearing low-rise jeans, and you know, maybe we'll and having fun again, and and sitting at bars and listening to fucking, you know, Selena Gomez and Happy Birthday, you're twenty-eight, uh, and, and 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 all that. But right now, it's a shitty fucking world, and that's why we hope that this podcast gets you through a little bit of it. And we try to not shame you for why the wearing it or not wearing it or calling you a sheep or. Or whatever, and 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 you know, if you know yams, call her. And that's it. I, I mean, I don't she know sound, what, what more I could tell you. Turn her on to cover to cover, not this episode. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, but no, a different yeah, episode. About this one. Yeah, but here, here is what another thing I want. And now, this is what I've been saying on this podcast for quite, the last couple of weeks. Uh, Hollywood, I think we could take a bit of a break here on some of the pr- pr- you know production we're trying to do, you know, because I know we're all scrambling to put shows on the air and we can't put them on the way we normally would, we, where you got a bunch of people and a crew to shoot a TV show and everybody you know t- held hands and hugged and and you know had sex scenes and shit like you can't even put people in the same room. So we're scrambling to just get here's you know Mayim Bialik sitting on a couch you know uh, juggling quarters. You're like, no, this is a real TV show. I'm not fucking. It's on TBS, and so and they're just stupid fucking shows. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, do we need this? Like eight weeks of this? Can't we just put Seinfeld yeah. reruns on or whatever? People watch are going to watch. It. They got yeah. 17 exactly. years of yeah, Friends. Like, that's, like uh, Netflix took fr- like Friends is the number one rated show on Netflix. So yeah. people are still watching d- old Friends episodes. Yeah. So go they watch call that. it nostalgia programming. Yeah. So just put works. that shit on. Put on Leave It to Beaver for God's sakes. Who the fuck? And instead of that this, that didn't stupid get canceled. Shit. Leave It to Beaver. I feel like Leave It to Beaver got canceled. <laughs> well, it did, but you can still put you can put the old. I mean, it got canceled in 1956. Oh no, I meant cancel culture canceled. Oh, would they, oh, Leave It to Beaver. You can't say that anymore because yeah. it's dirty. Or yeah, no, there wasn't. I don't know. Yeah, no, you're right. You're as right. long as there's no blackface in it, put on the reruns. Oh, I'm sure there's blackface in most of these, but. Uh, so here is a, is a is a TV show, and this is true, um, that's coming out. I think they, they did 10, 10 episodes or 20 episodes. I'm not sh- they have an, a, a, a meditation app called Calm. Yeah. The Calm Meditation app is being adapted into a television series. Oh, the app oh. that's designed to make you fall asleep uh, will be using star-studded t- stars to read bedtime stories uh, to adults. Yeah. So you fall asleep watching television. At least they're honest about their programming. Okay. It, it was announced a, oh, in a statement. Out, oh, HBO Max. Well, they're fucking desperate for anything. Yeah. HBO Max announced that the new series called A World of Calm will be totally new type of television experience that combines mesmeric imagery with narration by A-list stars, including um, uh, uh, Maharishi. Uh, what's his? How do you pronounce his name? Masharala Ali, I like that guy. Idris Elba, Oscar Isaac, Nicole Kidman, Zoe Kravitz, Lucy Liu, uh, Killian Murphy, and Keanu Reeves is going to be reading some of these. 
Uh, that's interesting. I don't feel like that. He, has, I, I love Keanu Reeves, but I don't know if he has a soothing voice. His voice. Well, maybe it is. Maybe it will put you to sleep. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. You could just watch it and fall asleep. Now I'll just say this: as a guy who falls asleep during any, you put it. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll give you you fuck this TV show. Fuck paying production. You know, for to to pay. You know, you got to pay. Uh, I would imagine you got to pay Keanu Reeves a couple bucks to get him to read it. You watch. Ten minutes of this uh, of this Dylan Dreyer on the Today Show talk about anything, talk about you know what muffins that the husband loves. I, I swear to God, you'd be asleep in five minutes. You don't need you. You, need, you think you need uh, Zoe Kravitz and and Nicole Kidman to read you? No, get this Dylan Dreyer. You don't to have to do anything. You don't have to resurrect Lucy Lou's career. No, okay? no Lucy Lou yeah. has been. You know this. I thought quiet, she retired. No, quietly this Lucy Lou has been on a show on CBS for about Sherlock Holmes or something. Oh. She has been on that show for fucking 15 years. And this Lucy Lou's doing fine. I know, I thought the same thing. I out. thought she this was... This Lucy Lou is doing fine. Don't you worry about Miss Lucy she's Lou. She's got, the, like, a, the career of iced tea. She's yeah, just gonna, exactly. Yeah. She has been, like, she's killing it right yeah. now, Lucy Lou. She's not in, you know... Uh, Songs anymore? Shake it like a Polaroid picture. Who remember he said her name in that song? Yeah. Like Lucy Lou's. Yeah, she was red hot there for a minute, but now Lucy Lou's killing it. She's out there doing her thing on that on that show. I don't even know what the name of it is. But then and then that guy from CBS, he got some guy was a showrunner. I think we mentioned on this podcast, he was creating a toxic work environment. That's mm. all the new new rage, Alex. Don't yeah. you dare toxicity a toxic work environment. It don't. Don't be a to- don't have a toxic work environment. You mm-hmm. can't anymore. Toxic work environments will not be will not be uh, stood for. And if you have a toxic work environment, you're going to be fired. Mm-hmm. Which every time I read this, I'm like, I've never had a non toxic yeah. work environment. I swear to God. And I don't know if I'm to blame for this or the people I work with are to blame for this. Like the world I live in is just like it's a show business, and everything is like toxic. And it, yeah. some days it's toxic, some days it's not toxic. You know, it, but there are no non-toxic work environments. If you re- work yeah. in any job if, that's real, if you like your manager, chances are <laughs> the regional's about to fire him. Like you shouldn't <laughs> exactly. like him. So, so this kid from MacGyver, uh, I guess there's a new MacGyver out and yeah. on CBS, and this the, the guy who plays the kid who plays MacGyver. I guess now there's an article coming out in Vanity Fair about this guy who was fired. He was the showrunner of MacGyver mm-hmm. and uh, and Hawaii Five O and a couple of other shows on CBS. And this kid came out talking about how brutal this guy was to him and saying he was so bad to him, so much so that he got to the point where he was suicidal, which is a sad situation. But then he was goes on to talk about some of the things the guy said to him that made him feel this way. And I'm like, oh, All right. he was like, I guess at one point, you know, they're watching dailies or whatever, uh, you know, in, in show business, you watch like what you shot that day at the end of the day. And I guess he was in shorts or something. And the guy's like, this guy's got the legs of a chicken. Like, don't ever show <laughs> his legs again on camera. So the kid's like, oh, shit. Like, I thought us. I had nice legs. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, some other thing. Oh, and then he, they put an outfit on him. And, the, the, you know, that show run, I was like, don't ever put that outfit on him again. He looks like he's 14 years old. And uh, he, but he's only like. 21 like yeah. well if you wanted a fucking guy who looks old then hire the r- original MacGyver what's yeah. he 70 <laughs> what's Richard he? Dean Anderson oh. or whatever oh he was busy <laughs> I, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure his legs look fine in shorts yeah. what the fuck's wrong with his legs you don't legs? mind some varicose veins yeah. he's got you covered <laughs> exactly. all right he'll be fine 
Oh, so anyway, I thought that was interesting to read. And here we are, everybody. We we made it through. We'll get you through. We're going to play a little music to get you out of here. Uh, we'll, maybe we'll play two songs from them because it's a birthday, another birthday. Uh, not only is it Selena Gomez's birthday, but it's the birthday of Mr. Uh, Mr. Don Henley. Don Henley, of course, you might know him from his very, uh, very uh, good and, and uh, prolific solo career. But he's also uh, uh, a member fourth, of the Eagles, yeah. uh, one fourth, or and one time I believe there were five of them. Oh, um, were there? Yeah, it could have could have been. Now I go see Eagles. Twenty five people on stage. Yeah, They're, you they know, got a trumpet player. Yeah, because Glenn Fry's gone, and you know they replaced him with the son, and they got Vince Gills up there. They got all sorts of people yeah. up there. Um, so uh, he Don Henley was the drummer, also a singer, uh, sang a lot of the songs, wrote a lot of the songs. Uh, and we all just Don Henley is Don Henley. It's he's seventy two years old today. Happy birthday, Don Henley! I don't know what Alex picked, but uh, well, I'm, I was kind of waiting for you. But if we're looking, we've been talking a lot about summer songs lately. Yeah, well, you can do you do Don Henley solo. You can give us Boys of Summer. I was gonna, you, you want some? Well, you give us hotel. Give us both. Give us a little. Give us a little bit of this is this is the summer song. <laughs> it is. Oh God, I remember I remember this song vividly. Driving around. But probably probably 84 84 maybe 85 84 yeah 84 you know the album oh uh, end of the innocence right no nope. building the perfect beast. oh building the perfect beast that's right building the perfect beast oh my god doesn't get any better than this one there's been some good uh covers of this song the yeah, Atari's the did a good cover yeah real good cover of this song oh fuck man Shit. I, uh, this is when. What were you wearing back then? Let's see. You were probably dressed like Madonna, which is apparently, according to uh, you know, this magazine, is the worst thing you could have worn. I had a station wagon. Uh, my parents handed it down to me. Caprice uh, Chevy, Caprice Classic. And my parents handed it down to me, and I fucked. Oh, man. I was filled up. I got it filled up with duck eggs and dented cans, dented, uh, you know, a whole kernel corn. And I would drive around past uh, Susie Ronson's house. But he says, I drove by your house. I did. I fucking give you a drive-by, see what's happening. You know, and people knew my car. They were like, did you just drive by the house? I'm like, why? Because there's only one purple Caprice Classic in this whole town. I'm like, motherfucker. You're like, no, someone you else got it? one. Yeah, I promise. I think there's one other guy. So, yeah, I got spotted a couple times in the, you know, driving pet Driving by your house. Lord, no, you're not home. Oh, man. You want some Eagles, too? This is, is, you're right, Alex. This might be the ultimate summer song, but it's a little, like, depressing. It's not as fun, yeah. but if you're at a bar and you're hearing it, like, uh, not not Gen Z. Gen Z would be like, no. turn this off. You're ruining my TikTok. Gen Z are like, where's that new Selena Gomez? Yeah, right. This is awful shit to them, but to me, oh, um, I will forget. I will spit in your mouth. Take off your mask. I'm going to spit in your mouth. Uh, yes, you, yams. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Yams. I hope uh, I hope I hope you do listen to this, and I hope some of our uh, some of our um, tips help you help jo- you get a date. Join the Facebook page. Those Join ladies the Facebook are doing page. It right, yeah, so. Next Door has. I read on Next Door they got a singles thing on Next Door singles. Um, oh God! So get on there. They're some, doing some stuff. Some they're, they're going out every there? couple of weeks and you know getting together. Um, she does it. The, the woman on Next Door. She does a Zoom call 
where she tells older men how to dress to get dates. Like, and, and I get she 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 promotes this on on my next door. On your next, she lives here in the neighborhood, and she says, oh, "Anyone over forty five man who's who's on the dating scene, you go on Zoom. I will look at you and tell you if you can wear tell that out of the house." Do. Yeah, so I think that's, that's a, nice of her to that's do. That's pretty genius. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad of her to do. So. uh Anyway, that's it. That boys are so let's get it now. Give us an Eagles and and uh, and we're and we're good, right? A little bit of Eagles. Let's see. What do we? I mean, uh, look, give us Hotel California because it's another one that that just puts me in in the mind of summer. And I think Don Henley does sing it because you know the Eagles are one of those bands where everybody sings a couple. Yeah. like Glenn Fry sings a few. Joe Wasn't Walsh. Seven Bridges sing, Road. It's all of them. Seven, yeah, that's all of them. Oh, it's a fucking great song now. What the hell is this? Oh, this Hotel California. Do you know this was uh, the acoustic part from the song was voted the best solo of all time. Is that right? Yeah, it was like Rolling Stone or something. And that is that is uh, Joe Walsh. Yeah. Joe Walsh at his best. Cutting it up. Oh. I mean, I know we've all heard this one 10,000 times if you've lived as long as I have. It's just on every FM classic mm-hmm. rock radio. It's just a staple, but how good is it? And I, it's just how it's just so good. And I know the Eagles take some shit. Some people are like it's just a cheesy white old white people band. No. And I thought, you know, I I, I thought that. And then I went to see him in concert like two years ago. My buddy Steve Marmelstein got some tickets, and holy shit, they were good. It's worth the three thousand. Oh my god, they're fucking good. Wow. So good. And now there's always been rumors that this, the actual Hotel California is down in Cabo San Lucas. And there's like, like a tourist thing where they take you to go to it. But then the Eagles are like, that's not, how, no, we didn't no. write it about that play. I don't know what this guy's talking about. But there's also a song by the Rolling Stones called Memory Motel. And the Memory Motel, and this is a true story about a motel or hotel in this case. Memory Motel is in Montauk, Long Island my spot that I'm supposed to be at fucking next week but I'm not but the Memory Motel the Rolling Stones wrote it about the Memory Motel in Montauk so that's exciting this is such a great fucking song sorry I remember vividly once again going to like a picnic and some white trash picnic in Ronkonkoma a bunch of fucking bikers and shit dancing around in this song and there I was probably nine years old dented cans so nice. Love you all. Love you. Listen to cover to cover. Hey man, we have a Patreon. If you want to promote, if you want to, uh, you know, give us a couple of bucks here and there, it's fun because we got. I got to pay people. I got to pay Alex. I got to pay people. We got to get paid. Um, we hate doing begging for money, but and we're not. We give you oh, a lot. We give you a lot. We put out twenty five uh, episodes during quarantine. During quarantine, and yeah. and they're fun. They're the uh, so it's a. Uh, Patreon, it's $5. That's all we're asking. Five bucks. We give you one a week, sometimes two a week. They're real good. They're they're a lot of like what we did now. If you like it, five bucks. Get on there and have a good time. Get an extra one every Tuesday. I'll be on the road again. I'll be in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, House of Comedy. Minneapolis, Minnesota, House of Comedy in the Mall of America. August 12th, 13th, and 14th, I think. And that's it. You know, we're trying to keep it together. I'm on Fortune's podcast. If you want to listen to Sincerely Fortune, I'm on that. 
Let plenty of me to go around. Alex is doing his thing, and we're all trying to just make ends meet. So, uh, you know, support the podcast. Get out there and throw us a buck or two. Not going to kill you. It's pink champagne on ice. Ain't that the truth, honey? We're all fucking pretty. But a Hotel California, I feel, is about, in my head, it will always be about California. That's what they say. Yeah, and I believe it's true. Los Angeles is a city, as a guy who's been here for many years, and I want to get out. I don't love it. There are times I hate it. But here's the thing. That's like what he song's says, about. Yeah, yeah. You could check out anytime you like, but you can never truly leave it. And I won't. I'll leave it one day. I'll be gone. I'll be in Dripping Springs, Texas. This is my new fascination. I found a place called Dripping Springs, Texas that I just keep looking up houses in on Redfin. And I'm like, get me to Dripping Springs, Texas. But I'll go there and I'll fucking probably go out of my mind because I want to be back in Hotel California because you can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. I love doing this podcast. I love shopping it up with you fucks. Thank you all. Thank you for writing us sweet letters that you write us and about, about how we've helped you through tough times. And, and it's nice to hear. You know, uh, I read one yesterday on... On, uh, on Patreon? On, on Patreon. And... And maybe, you know, maybe I'll read it again because people on Patreon seem to really take to it. And I'm not, we're not patting ourselves on the back. We're not bragging here what Alex and I are doing, but we're happy that we are helping people. And and I want to read what this woman wrote. And I'm not going to say her name because she wrote me again saying thank you for reading that. And she did give me a little update on how she's doing. So here goes. Are you ready? Play the, we can play that in the background, you know, lightly. Okay, she says, hey, Chris, I'm taking you at your word that you really want to hear from your fans. And I do. I say I want to hear from my fans, and I really do like hearing from you guys. I am the demographic that you uh, have but probably don't want, an older female. And that is completely not true. I love having older females as my demographic. It's my, you know, my favorite people, and I'm not kidding when I say that. Uh, last August, I got very critically ill very suddenly. I spent the month in the ICU and then was released to a nursing home and spent the next eight months there. As someone who has all their mental faculties, it was a very difficult time, as you can imagine. Especially after COVID-19, we were quarantined to our room. 60 patients, 51 got COVID, 5 died. Luckily, the good Lord saved me. So here I am, stuck in a nursing home in my room, trying to recover from something that's devastating, and I just wanted to be home. TV sucked, so I survived listening to podcasts on my phone, particularly you and Mark Marin. You guys literally saved my sanity. All of the other people in the home, unfortunately, had dementia or Alzheimer's, so the only people I had to talk to were the nursing aides when they came in the room a couple of times a day. So when I say listening to you and Mark Marin saved my sanity, I'm not exaggerating. I hope I didn't bore you to death, but I love cover to cover. I love Alex, and I love you. Please keep us amused with all your fun stories. I'm in Washington State, but originally from Staten Island, so all your Long Island stories make my day. Thank you. There you go. Her name is Elaine. I can say her first name. Elaine, thank you for that. That made our day. I'm glad you're better. She wrote me. And she told me she's out of the nursing home. She's back home. She's rehabbing. Uh, she's got a multitude of illnesses. I, You know what? Elaine's starting to sound a lot like Yan. 
This might be yam. Oh. Yams? This might be yams. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you for that, Elaine. And if any of you guys feel the same way and we're getting you through it, let us know, man. Let us know. Take it easy, everybody. We have a Facebook page where you guys can talk to each other. That's you can it. talk to exactly, us. Exactly, Alex. Keep forgetting to promote the Facebook page, Instagram. I do lives. All places we can reach out and, and, and virtually touch each other because we can't do it in person. And I truly do appreciate all of you. I'm getting, I'm getting emotional and sentimental right now because, you know, I'm, I'm listening to some fucking shit that I like. And I would normally be listening to this on a beach in Montauk right now. But right Unfortunately, I'm being attacked by flies in my backyard with Alex. Ain't that. Happy birthday, Don Henley. Happy birthday, Selena Gomez. And who did we say happy birthday to yesterday? Uh, on, on the, oh, uh, Cat Stevens. Cat Stevens. Happy birthday, Cat Stevens. Also 72. Happy birthday to all you guys. All my favorites, including Selena Gomez. Love ya. Hope you. Hope you get your shit together. You seem like a nice kid, and, uh, and I wish you all the best. Bye-bye. We'll do it again next week. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.